We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you with me as we discuss something today that I I trust will be helpful to you. This is a subject, a topic that I deal with often. I include it a lot, but I don't know that I've ever stopped and really just spent uh, 25 or 30 minutes talking about it. That is the topic of hope. What is hope? Where do we find hope? Why is hope important? We're going to deal with that today, and uh, again, I trust that this will be something that will be an encouragement to you. Um, We all need some hope. The world is a very difficult place, and we need to find uh, our source of hope. We're going to talk about that. Before we get to that, however, I will remind you, as I do every week, if you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to this conversation, I guess it's not much of a conversation. It's just me talking. I'm imagining that you're talking back to me. So it's a conversation in that regard, uh, a virtual conversation, if you will. Uh, But if you're listening to me talk to you, and maybe you're talking back to me, we're having this virtual conversation. You're listening but not watching. Take some time to go over to YouTube. You can find my YouTube channel there. Look for Jeremy Stallnecker. You can find, again, go to YouTube in the search Jeremy Stallnecker. You'll find the channel. Hit the subscribe button. area there, the subscri- subscribe button, I guess that's what they're calling it these days, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe button. Uh, it's late in the week, and uh, my mind is not working as well as I'd like for it to. Go to YouTube, find my name, find my channel, and subscribe. That's what I meant to say. And then when you get done doing that, hit the notification bell. Uh, that lets you know when this content and other content comes online. One of the weird things about YouTube is that you can be subscribed to a channel But if you don't hit the notification bell, you won't be notified when new content comes online. So go ahead and do that. Uh, Also, you can leave me a comment there if you'd like to. You can share this content out if you believe it would be helpful to someone else. I would appreciate that. And then take some time later on to go to jeremystallnecker.com, jeremystallnecker.com. That's where uh, really all of the content that I produce is found. My blog is there, of course. Links out to my social stuff, all of the social platforms uh, that I post to, and uh, some other things are there as well. You can find those, and I would encourage you to take some time to go over there. Uh, I do what I do. I produce the content that I do for you to be a help, to be an encouragement, to be something that you can use as a resource, and I trust that you'll be able to find that. That would be awesome. Thank you for doing it. Today's conversation, as I mentioned, is about hope. And this is something that I I do discuss regularly because it is so important. 
but it's not something I've taken an entire episode discussing, and it's something that has been on my mind and on my heart really more and more as I look at the world uh, around me, the world around you, whether it's the world, <laughs> looking at the globe and what's happening in the far-flung corners of the world, uh, so much is difficult. There are some good things, of course, but there are so many difficult things, the lives that people live and the outlook that they uh, potentially have, some difficult things happening around the world. We could look more uh, closely to our nation. We know that across the nation, this is a difficult time to be alive. As an American, as someone who is thankful, grateful for the opportunity to have served my country as I did, to someone who loves America and loves what America stands for and what America was founded on, this is a difficult time to be an American. That's not intended to mean that I want to run away from America or run away from what I am or what I believe, only that it's a difficult time to see what's happening around us. To see so many of the foundations of our country being eroded by uh, bad policy, bad decisions, bad leadership. Uh, To see so many of the uh, moral foundations of our country, uh, morality, (laughs) uh, a belief and a hope in God, the Creator. Uh, To see some of these things uh, being taken out of the public square, being pushed to the side in some places, censored in other places, removed altogether in still other places. Uh, This is a difficult time, if we're being honest, to be an American. I still believe that God has a plan for us. I believe that better days are ahead, and certainly not everything is horrible. There are some wonderful things happening in our country as well, and we need to always be reminded of those, to step back and get the right perspective. But if you're watching the news, if you're dealing with something difficult in your own community, in your own home perhaps, maybe you are struggling through a health issue, maybe it's a work-related issue, maybe it's something related to one of your children, someone in your family, Uh, hope can be difficult to find. We are so overwhelmed by what's happening that we feel hopeless. On this show, we discuss how to move forward, how to march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. Because as we conclude every show each week, I I, I make the statement that in life there are only two choices. (laughs) When you're confronted with something difficult, when you're confronted with something overwhelming, you only have two choices. You can stay where you are and die. You can just uh, give in or succumb to the environment around you. You can give up, uh, not taking your last breath, but certainly breathing, but on the inside being spiritually and emotionally and relationally dead. You can decide to do that. That's death. Or you can do the other thing, which is simply putting one foot in front of the other and moving to a place where you can better impact the enemy where you can win the battle, where you can win the fight, where you can overcome uh, the trauma, the trial, the difficulty. Those are the choices. And as much as we wish it were not the case, in life there will be traumas, trials, difficulties, obstacles, hurts, times that are foggy and confusing, relationships that don't go the way that we thought they would finances that are impacted by things well outside of our control, health issues that we could not see coming that have real implications on our own or on the lives of those that we care about. This is life. We hope that life will have more up than down, but that's not always the case. And if we're going to continue to move forward, 
We must have hope. You see, if there is no hope, then all of these conversations that we've had together are really a waste of time. (laughs) Because if you do not believe that there's something bigger and better, if you don't believe that you can overcome or win, uh, experience success and victory, if you don't believe that there's something else something other than what you're living through right now, if you don't believe that, if you are without hope, then what's the point? And I'll tell you, there are a lot of people that come to that conclusion, there is no hope. So they come then to the next conclusion, (laughs) which is, what's the point? In my world, as I talk about sometimes working in an organization that supports veterans and active duty military members and those in the first responder community. Often we talk about the the suicide rates. In the veteran community, we say that there's something like 20-plus veterans a day that take their lives. On the active duty military side, uh, something like four and a half, statistically, a day that take their lives. In the first responder community, amongst police officers and firefighters and others in that first responder community, very high incident of those who serve in that community taking their lives. You see, these are men and women who've looked at the obstacle, looked at the difficulty, felt the pain. They look down the road and all they see is darkness. There is no hope. And so they literally make the decision to die when the option to put one foot in front of the other exists, they just conclude that it would be too hard and there's no point anyhow. I've seen this as I've done my best to counsel couples who are struggling. A husband and a wife who fell in love at some point in their lives and they were married, perhaps they had children, and now they're at an impasse. They're at a place where those feelings no longer exist for one reason or another. They look at each other differently than they once did, and they decide that there's just no reason to continue on. There is no hope, no possibility of things getting better, no possibility of reconciliation taking place, and so they just give up. Many, many other examples that I could give. Often when I interview someone, if you've listened Uh, to an interview that I've done, whether it's on this show or one of the other shows that I have the opportunity to do, I'll end by asking the question, how do you define hope and where can it be found? As I thought about that, I realize maybe I should ask myself that question. How do I define hope and where can it be found? Now, please listen to me. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is you're dealing with, I believe there is a path forward. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't do this show. I believe there's a path forward. I've done my best to give principles and uh, perspectives and thoughts for moving forward and things that you can apply and things that you can do. And we've had conversations about uh, how best to move forward when you'd rather just stay where you are. We've talked about all of these things. But without hope, it doesn't matter. So let's talk about hope for a second. I can't answer all of your questions or all the questions that you might have, and uh, certainly I don't want to diminish whatever, whatever it is you're dealing with. People are all dealing with stuff, and some of it's, it's horrible. Maybe you don't normally listen to the March or Die show. Maybe uh, this is something you found, you're listening um, through 
Mojo Five O. You're listening to the radio version of this. Maybe you stumbled upon this on a podcast platform. Maybe uh, somehow you found this on YouTube. I, I don't know how you came to this. Maybe this isn't something you normally listen to, but it's something that you're struggling with right now. You need hope. I will do my best in the next couple of minutes to give you some perspectives on hope. But understand that there is always hope. I'm thankful for that being the case, and so I will now do my best to answer the question, how do you define hope and where can it be found? When I think of hope, there are a lot of ways to define it, and if you looked in a dictionary, you would find a definition. You can find quotes and thoughts and ideas. Uh, these aren't hard to come by. When I think about hope, I, I like to think of the definition of hope in kind of a word picture. I, again, I've explained this before. Perhaps you've heard it if you've heard me talk, but I love this word picture. It helps me understand hope. Hope is believing and hanging on to that belief that there's something outside of your world. There's something outside of there. What I'm experiencing right now is not all there is. Hopelessness is when you come to the conclusion that what's happening right now in my life is all there is and there will never be more. Hope says there is something more. The word picture that I like to use to understand this personally, I picture myself standing in the middle of a circle. That circle represents my world. Not the world, but my world. My world is my job. It's my family. It's uh, the people that I care about and have relationships with. It's, it's all of the things that pertain to me. Standing in that circle, you can see all of these things that are in my world. Perhaps there are arrows pointing back to me. These are things that I'm connected to. Relationships, opportunities, places, my past my history, what I believe will be the future. All of these things are in the circle because they all pertain to me. They're all part of my world. Because really, that's what we're impacted by, isn't it? <laughs> we like to be impacted by the world, that which is outside of us, but we're most impacted by that which is in our world. When we think about that, we can look at what's in our world, and if we're not careful, or if we find ourselves at a difficult time, we can lose hope. We lose hope because we look at our world and we think there's nothing else. This is all there is. This, these relationships and these finances and these opportunities or lack of opportunities, the stuff that's in this circle, this is all there is. And if this is all there is, it will never get better. There's never going to be anything else. There is no hope. And unfortunately, as humans, we spend most of our time looking down from where we're standing into our world, into that circle. We're standing in the middle of the circle because for most of us, we're the middle of our world. We're the center of our world. <laughs> this is natural. We could talk about the rightness or the wrongness of that and the rightness or the wrongness of some of those other perspectives. But here's hope. Hope happens. Hope comes when we look up from our world, outside of our circle, and realize there is something more. Now, 
how we bridge the gap between our world and that something more, that hope is something that we can discuss. But that's what hope is. Hope says, I can see what's in my world, but I also have the ability to elevate my gaze, to elevate my perspective and understand that there's something else out there. This is why so often counseling is an exercise in gaining perspective. Uh, counseling is, is this exercise in helping a person who is struggling right now with something that is very painful to them, helping them to realize that the pain will end, the trial will come to an end at some point, and there is more out there. Somehow realizing that what I'm experiencing right now is not all there is makes the painful hurt a little bit less and gives me the ability to continue to move forward in spite of what I'm experiencing because there is something more. We could liken it to another metaphor or word picture Imagine being on a path in the middle of the night. You didn't start out there in the middle of the night. In fact, it was the middle of the afternoon when you started walking. You were going to a place you, uh, you knew roughly was off in the distance, but you didn't know exactly where it was. Uh, I've been walking before uh, uh, times of training or whatever the case um, where you're out in the woods or you're out on an unknown path in an unknown area going to uh, an area that you are unfamiliar with during the day there's not a lot of fear because you can see what's happening you can move pretty quickly but when the sun sets it gets really really dark no longer can you see your destination off in the distance and so because you don't know where you're going and you're overwhelmed with darkness fear sets in if you allow that fear to take control, you become hopeless. Because the fear says, I can't see where I'm going, therefore, there must not be anything out there. There is no hope. You should just sit down where you are and wait until morning. Imagine you're on this path. You started in the afternoon. You were moving toward a destination that was off in the distance somewhere, but it got dark very quickly. And now you find yourself moving very carefully, one step at a time, hopefully going in the right direction. Now imagine your destination off in the distance was a building that had windows facing you and someone on the inside of that building turned on a light. You go very quickly from being fear-filled to being hope-filled because you can see the light outside of your current situation leading you to your destination. That's hope. If you've ever been in that situation, you know how that fear can so quickly fade away. It's amazing. That's what hope does. It's the light that casts out the darkness of fear. Hope, however, is just an exercise. If the object of your hope is not worth putting your hope in. This is where I think some people get it wrong. 
We talk about hope. We talk about there being something else out there, something bigger out there. We, we talk about how there must be more, and we believe that. But if we don't know what that more is or what that thing out there might be, then we have false hope. False hope is almost worse than no hope. Now, false hope may move you to a place where you can find authentic hope. I get that as a motivation. But false hope, if we hang on to it too tightly, can be almost worse than no hope because we get to where we thought we needed to be and find out we were wrong. That's false hope. So often people put their hope in things that have no ability to follow through, no ability to provide direction. They're not really the light. They're a false light. They're not guiding you to where you need to be. In fact, they may even be pulling you off track. It's false hope. As a Christian, the Bible, I know, talks a lot about hope. It talks about how God is the God of all hope, how our hope is found in Jesus Christ. You see, when we talk about hope, it's not the I hope so kind of hope. I'm just going to believe there's something else out there. I'm just going to trust there's something else out there. That's not the kind of hope that motivates us forward when life becomes so overwhelming we just want to quit. The kind of hope we're talking about is the Bible hope, hope, the word can mean confidence. I have hope. I am confident because the object of my hope is worthy of my confidence. Now, please listen to me. This is where it gets real, <laughs> this is where it really matters. I don't love a lot of motivation talk. I don't love a lot of the conversations that simply motivate people to do things they may already want to do but can't really follow through on. Motivation is important. It has a place, and we could talk all day about motivation. But false motivation, it pumps you up, and then it lets you down. And I could try to convince you that if you just hang on long enough, you'll be okay. But I don't want to give you false hope. I don't want to motivate you up just so that you can be let down. I want you to understand that real hope, the confident assurance that there is one outside of my world, the circle that I'm standing in, that can keep his promises, who has kept his promises, that kind of hope, motivate you to take the next step when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. That's real hope. Our hope is only as good as the object of our hope. I say this about faith. Our faith is only as good as the object of our faith. If the one we're putting our faith in cannot follow through, then it's no good. If the one we're putting our hope in cannot do what he says he will do, then it doesn't matter. It's false hope. But in my pain, in my brokenness, when things don't seem to be 
what they need to be when I can't get my mind around the obstacle or the trial or the difficulty that I've uh, been confronted with, when there are relationships that are broken, when things are not the way they should be. I can lift my eyes from the circle that I'm standing in, understand that truly I'm not the center of the world (laughs) or the universe the way that I sometimes believe I am. And I can rather put my confidence in God who created the world, who as the creator stamped his purpose on my heart and my life, who has a plan for me that I may not understand even now, but who demonstrated his love for me by providing his son Jesus to die in my place for my sin. I know he loves me. He proved it. He demonstrated it. So my hope is in the one who created everything, the one who had a plan for my life, the one who demonstrated his love for me, and the one who says (laughs) that there is victory to be found in a relationship with him. As I mentioned earlier, so much of counseling is gaining the right perspective. So much of life is gaining the right perspective. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, toward the end of the chapter, we're told to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. But that comes at the end of a long chapter explaining that ultimate victory has already been purchased by Jesus and that one day we who are in him will experience that victory. And so the perspective is, As difficult as this life may be, there is a plan. It's not mine. It's his. (laughs) And if I'll continue to pursue him and continue to move forward, he will do in my life what he has created me to have done in my life, to fulfill my purpose. For the Christian, and if you're not a Christian, I would encourage you to take some time to consider these things. Life without a relationship with the Creator is an empty life indeed, because if we're not connected to our Creator, then we can't possibly know what we were created to do and to be. How we can have our sin, our brokenness, and our hurt removed by putting our faith and our confidence, our hope in Jesus. We can't possibly know that. If you're not a believer, not a Christian, I'd encourage you to take some time to consider those things. For those of you that are Christians, though, we must understand that as a Christian, what's happening in our circle represents a very small part of the much larger plan of God. The apostles, early church leaders, Most of them lost their lives as they pursued Jesus. Many of them wrote about how there will be difficulty and there will be trial and that we should simply expect it. But again, that ultimate victory belongs to God. There is hope. The only time we are truly without hope is when we make the decision to stay where we are 
to stop pushing forward, to give up, because we have concluded somehow that it's just not worth it. And in that, there is no hope. Be encouraged today. We see so much happening in our world. So much of it is confusing. It's overwhelming. There's fear. There's anxiety about what the future may hold. And some of these concerns certainly are legitimate. We need to work hard and plan and prepare and do our best. But the hope, the real hope, the confidence that what is in our circle is not all there is comes when we put our confidence, our faith, and our hope in God the Creator, God the Sustainer of life, the God who loves us, and the God who has a plan for us. Embrace that hope and move forward. Because in life, there really are only two choices. You can stay where you are and die. You can just hit it into neutral and coast if you want to. You can do that. Or you can understand there's more than the current obstacle in front of you. You can put one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward until you come out on the other side victorious. What are you going to do? Thank you. Talk to you next time. Hello, hello. Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's word one verse at a time to explore his will for your life and desire to draw closer to him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.